Flavors and Knowledge is a bilingual podcast focusing on gastronomic education in relation to a healthy lifestyle through Food First. Our philosophy carries a moral obligation of sharing sensible knowledge to generate social awareness. Podcasts are in English with an accent and Italian. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to Flavors and Knowledge, the food learning podcast. I'm Chef Walter. And, of course, to pinpoint the historical origins of uh, any foods, whether it would be savory or sweet, can be a challenging uh, task. And just like any succulency whose inventions include the time and places, the topic of today is no different. I have just recently returned from a visit to the Salento area of Italy, which is an area that is in the region of Puglia, in the, what we call the hill of the country. And of course, I've taken this opportunity to travel and to share some of the experiences that I've encountered. One in particular the birthplace of a dessert, of a sweet, of a snack, if you will, which is called pasticciotto. And so I drove to the town of Galatina, which rests about 25 kilometers south of Lecce, that wonderful Baroque city, which is part of the UNESCO Treasures of the World and a most visit place if you happen to go to Puglia. Incidentally, I am running a food and wine tour in Puglia in April 2022, which is unfortunately fully booked, but we are offering another one for the 2023. And if you want to take that opportunity, you may visit one of our website, flavorsandknowledgetours.com, and you will find all the calendar of the upcoming events. But let's go back into the pasticciotto and let me explore a little bit further how we have gotten to this, to this point. As far as some historical connotation, I have discovered that a sweet similar to pasticciotto dates back to the 16th century in Rome. And this was evidenced by the, a book, a 1570 recipe book written by Bartolomeo Scappi. He was a member of the Brotherhood of Chefs and Pastry Chefs in the city of Rome. Scappi, however, listed the ingredients without mentioning the uh, traditional oval shape of the sweet. Another documented source testifies the existence of the pasticciotto in the current fashion, dating back to 1707, and this particular evidence was found in the archive of the Episcopal Curia of the city of Nardo, which is again in Puglia. The testimony relates to the shape of the pasticciotto oval, and it does not mention details about its filling composition. And so we have two different evidences. One does not mention the shape, and one does not mention the filling. Lately, various publications have offered preliminary versions throughout the years, with the most recent version, which has been offered by Ippolito Cavalcanti, 
a very important gourmand, in a book that he wrote called Theoretical Practical Cuisine and published in Naples in 1837. Well, since then many variations have appeared, contributing to the popularity of the Salento cuisine worldwide. And not for nothing, the Salento is right now what the region of Tuscany was about 20 years ago. A place to visit, a place with uh, hundreds of a different variety of uh, foods, wines, landscape, and a small little borghi, which have been appreciated by every traveler. The origin of this particular dessert have always been a reason for discussion. And as you know, anything about historical food, confusion always increases, but makes it more appealing. Most likely, though, the recipe was created in the region of Salento in the early 1900s, again between the city of Lecce and Galatina. Both cities claim the production and the marketing of this oval-shaped sweet, and in many cases, the chef Luigi Sabella seems to be the person who, around 1930, created the dessert. In the 20th century, lard was the fare of choice for the short-crust pastry dough, which is typical, at least in the city of Galatina. To make, of course, a wonderful pasticciotto, you need the ingredients, as you know, and uh, by respecting artisanal family tradition, preserving the qualitative characteristics, and uh, all the artisanal uh, know-how that we need, it's always related to the success of whatever product. In this case, it's very important, especially if you think that we have walked away from lard being an animal fat in order to make the actual dough, which then encases the pastry cream. Today we're using butter, some other pastry chef are using uh, margarine. Nevertheless, everyone have their own uh, should I say, appetite for perfection. I know for a fact that uh, it's very hard to work with butter, especially if you are in the Salento, where the Mediterranean warm weather makes it almost uh, impossible to work with butter because obviously it will melt much faster in your hands. We can also prepare the custard in the most simple version with the lemon-flavored ones, which is, the, I think, the most popular. Sometimes, though, in Salento, especially in Galatina, the lemon flavor is replaced with other fillings, such as almond paste, or quince jam, or maybe a chocolate cover, something called fruttone. So the filling is entirely up to you. However, the classic always has a lemon-flavored custard as a filling. I have also found another custard variant which had sour cherries and uh, this was really interesting because uh, in addition to the cocoa, the chocolate and uh, some of the other topics, sour cherry seemed to be pretty interesting. Well, at least I found that exciting for me. In the town of uh, Galatina, there is a bakery called Ascalone. And uh, uh, this particular bakery increased its visibility thanks to a new family generation of pastry chefs. So, while I drove there, 
speaking with the Cabrin Bakery members, I gather that in 1745 the Escalone pastry chefs and the owner struggled with the business a difficult time and experimented with new recipes to revive the fortune of the bake shop. This is the history based on some of the uh, new generation members of the family. And so one morning he found himself with an insufficient amount of custard and short crushed pastry left over after making several cakes. The chef persistent not to throw anything away, he came up with the idea of filling a novel mold, which was used for spices, resting peacefully on a nearby shelf. The success was such that a fortunate passerby tested it and begged for additional portion to bring to the family. The Escalones swear by it. They say we are the inventors of the pasticciotto. And so a diploma which is resting on the wall proves the birthright evidence of this particular suite, which seems to have started in 1745 or around that area, again by the Escalone Bake Shop in the city of Galatina. The word itself indicates that pasticciotto means mistake, from the Italian word pasticcio, which is the union of two leftovers, and that's probably the name's derivation. If you happen to travel through Lecce's provinces, you will find the traditional pasticciotto in every bakery, pastry shop, and also gas stations. Among the most renowned and appreciated are indeed those of the Escalone, as I said, but plenty other bake shop prepare the pasticciotto, and if you happen to be in Lecce in the Piazza San Lorenzo, and you can sip a wonderful iced coffee, the Leccese type, that they are very proud of serving, and you can pair it with a traditional oval-shaped pasticciotto filled with lemon cream on the inside. And while in the Salento, I have also discovered that uh, someone as important as Frank Sinatra enjoyed the dessert very much. And in New Jersey, where I believe he grew up, there was a Pugliese immigrant baker in the late 50s and uh, prepared the pasticciotto for our great singer, especially during the holidays. So Frank Sinatra was a lover of pasticciotto. Also, the Holy Father, John Paul II, remained dazzled by the pasticciotto during a visit to the city of Lecce a few years ago. And for that occasion, Andrea Ascalone, uh, the owner of the anonymous bakery, baked a warm and fresh batch and rushed it to the Brindisi airport at 6 a.m. to the pontiff's breakfast. And so, see, these are some of the things that I discovered while I was there. I sampled four of the traditional pasticciotti while I was in Puglia, and to me the Andrea Ascolone Bakery in Galatina were the best. But of course my palate differs from yours, and the food is always very subjective. I happened to meet Andrea in 2015, the year of his passing. I, uh, this was my second visit to the area. At first, my first recollection uh, seemed like that he looked very stern, timid, but he always enchanted the conversation with the anecdotes and uh, short stories about growing up and helping in the family bakery. 
and after nine generations, pasticciotti are as sublime as ever. Ascalone's recipe popularity throughout the province and its significant role in the Salento gastronomic tradition have promoted its inclusion in the list of the traditional agri-food products, which stands for PAT in 1998. And that's a great achievement for the family and for the bakery, which has been in existence since the middle of the 1700s. And in conclusion, this is my story about the pasticciotto, the wonderful oval-shaped short-crust pastry filled with the lemon cream and various other fillings that you can find in the Salento region, which is in southern Puglia. If you happen to be there, as I said, you will find them everywhere. And this is all for this episode of Flavors and Knowledge on the Pasticciotti. Please follow this podcast on Anchor.fm or on any of your preferred platforms. Follow us on YouTube under the Chef Walters Cooking School page for a brief educational videocast. And in addition, our website flavorsandknowledge.com will offer all the necessary information on our services, products, and program. As I've said at the beginning of this podcast, if you're in for a new vacation, you may want to consider our food and culture tours in Italy. If you're cooking in the kitchen, always keep your eyes on the fire and we'll reconnect on the next round with another interesting food talk and few opinions. Stay well. Ciao, ciao. Flavors and Knowledge is brought to you by Chef Walch's Cooking School in Cranston, Rhode Island. For classes, workshops, events, and programs, please visit our website at chefwalterscookingschool.com. For all other services offered by Chef Walter's Food Group, check out our main website, chefwalter.com.